1: Pure Coke, uh, it melts away at about uh, 185, 190 degrees. Cutting agents, they melt away at uh,
2: about 100. And quality product, well, that starts uh, melting at around 140. 130, good. 140, yes. 150, fuck me running 160 jesus christ 170 180 100 187 where did you get this stuff
3: columbia oh uh do you mind if i do a line yeah go ahead fuck it let's all do one
2: can't feel my
3: face i mean i can
2: touch it but i can't feel it inside
1: on this episode of the commercial break Pete really he did a great job telling this story right he took us from point a to point b and we said you have raised the bar on on tcb stories my friend because yeah. he basically took up an entire episode with just this thing that he had written That was until that episode came out and then someone tried to top him. Where are the balls on this guy? He
3: has none. Did you see he just immediately looked? Yeah,
1: he looked right to his mom. Yeah. yeah. He looked right to his mom. He said, yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes, mom. Whatever you think. God bless. I hope I don't raise children like this. I mean, I really hope I don't raise children Uh. like this. I don't see any signs of my wife being this way. But if I do... You're gonna have to have it's a talk. gonna yeah straight to the therapist. I mean, <laughs> it's straight to the therapist. <laughs> this cokehead sponsored by Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> he busts
3: uh, open the doors.
1: <laughs> uh, he busts open the doors. Uh, it was as if when the doors flew open, the music stopped <laughs> with a screech, and the entire wedding paused. Thaddeus Maximus was in the house. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. <laughs> best to you, Brian. The best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. It's not for everyone. But fact news or fiction, in one minute or less, guaranteed or your money back, go to the brand new TCBpodcast.com to collect your winnings. Welcome <laughs> ding, on board. Ding, 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 ding. Amanda, <laughs> we had a lot of feedback from our episode last week about uh, uh, Petey. Petey and his... Uh, oh, Petey.
3: the uh, mother in law <laughs> or- Potential. Yes,
1: yeah, Speedy and his the
3: potential mother in law.
1: Pole like Pizzle. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> So we got a, a, a number of text messages. Some people believed the story. Some people didn't believe the story. Some, a lot of people had follow up questions left and right because yeah. they were like, "I got it." Well, inquiring minds got to know what happened afterwards. I
3: know. I I got those same questions. Okay,
1: I texted him back and I said, "Listen, there's a whole we you can't, started something. You started now. something. Now we can't stop. Like you gotta. Yeah, it's a train. And so I have been a, assured that PD will follow up with some answers to some of the questions." He says he doesn't want to get too much in detail because he's afraid that somebody might catch on to what's going on. It's a very unique story. And anybody that's listening is probably going to be familiar with – anybody who knows the story will probably be familiar with the story. Yeah, so I mean, he's
3: already ruined it anyways. so
1: he should just tell us the rest. Yeah, I mean, and I told him. I said, Pete, don't worry. I mean, it's the fucking commercial yeah. break. We're not smartless here. No one's going to know. No one gives a shit. I mean, honestly, it's it, the chances of someone yeah. listening to the commercial break that you know – are so small Very. I audience audiences you
3: know yeah we, only, we mainly... only have a couple of friends that even listen to it Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't have any family members that continue to no I get this one no. I get oh man I'd li- you know, I love the show but <laughs> I'm so many episodes behind you guys put out so much content <laughs> yeah. I just listened to the one where you talk about the preachers and I'm like episode number three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true oh yeah I, 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 I listened true. to that one a couple months ago you mean three years ago you jackass <laughs> But yep. I get it. I get it. If I had a family member or friend, close friend, who did a podcast like the commercial yes. break, <laughs> it is unlikely that I would listen to it either. This is true. It is just not, uh, I don't know. It's a stupid little show, and everyone's heard my stories and my isms. Well, they know I think they everybody
3: don't. talks it up, too. Ah, oh, it's Brian and Chrissy oh, Brian hanging and Chrissy. out, yeah, doing their
1: thing. Yeah, like, we don't know what they're going to be know. talking about. <laughs> yeah. They don't know that we've got a whole, like... You know, a whole 13 people in Canada that just love this show. And they they keep us way high on the charts. Third worst show in Canada. It's still there. Still sticking around. Someone at Apple still trying to figure out how to fix that algorithm. I can yeah. see like meetings at Apple. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about this? This commercial break has been They've at the top of the chart.
3: Slipped through the,
1: the cracks. Yeah. But hey, listen, uh, I'll t- we'll take it. We'll take what we could get. It's one of the few accomplishments we actually <laughs> have had here at the commercial break. So until we uh, make money, <laughs> get any notable listeners, any amount of notable listeners, we'll take number three in Canada. We for sure will. So. Pete and his story have now driven everybody crazy, and I got some questions going back to Pete. I hope to get a response sooner rather than later so too much time doesn't elapse. But what this has also started, I feel like, is a little bit of a contest Mm -hmm. to see who's got the better story, right? Now, before I get too far away from Pete, the whole reason why I thought the story with Pete was interesting, why I connected the dots on the story with Pete, well, I was watching the show I have a Mama's Boy or right. I Am a Mama's Boy or yes. I Love a Mama's Boy or something like that. Some stupid <laughs> show on TLC, which is I'm
3: in love with a mama's boy. I'm in lo- love with a mama's I boy. Think that's that's it, right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I wanted to give everybody just a taste list. Now usually now, I know we usually do the clips at the end of the show, but I'm gonna push them here to the middle of the show so that we can take a listen yeah. to this show so you understand just how ridiculous. Give some
3: backstory. Give some
1: backstory. <laughs> This is one of the couples who has kind of survived the four seasons of I Love a Mama's Boy so far. To me this feels a lot of this feels very manufactured, but I don't know, you tell me. Okay. Here's the story. Guy lives with his mo- uh has lived with his mother his entire life. She is a helicopter parent. Of epic proportions. They do everything together. They like cut their own, they cut their toenails, they take showers <laughs> together. I mean, they're doing weird stuff that adult <laughs> children and adult parents should never be doing together. And now he's got himself a girlfriend that's about to turn into a fiance. Yes. They'd like to build a house. So were they gonna build a house? Ha- oh, I also might mention that the mother here, it mother and I guess the father are extremely well to do. Mm-hmm. And I also might mention that it seems like the, the kid, the boy, the man, I mean, whatever he is, <laughs> he seems to be living off of that wealth.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: So now the fiance, soon to be, you know, bride of this man and the man, they want to build a house. <laughs> but of course, where do they have to build it? Mm-hmm. And how are they going to build it? They're going to build it with her money, her mother, his mother's money in his, on his mother's land on the property. in Los Angeles, California. Oh, wow. Okay, so ready? Here we go. Okay.
2: So today the architect is coming to discuss the plans for our new home, which will be, of course, on Kelly's property. Expect nothing less.
1: Kelly is the mother.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys. Expect
3: nothing less. Hi, Kim. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet
2: you. Matt, you said
3: Mm -hmm. Matthew? I, kelly yeah nice pat speech.
2: matt yeah. kelly kim it's easy is that the dad that's living. the dad okay. yeah they did
1: one of the few appearances yeah. i think the dad has ever made <laughs> okay. on this show because he's sick of this shit too
3: right
1: here have you put any thought into where you might want things
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so yes we're going to be living like walking distance from their home but ideally we'd still have like Those private spaces.
1: So, focus some things out the back, maybe patio areas on the backside. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we thought about.
2: We were thinking open concept for sure. Uh, I don't know if I like that. (laughs) You don't like open concept? I don't know. I I mean, I'd like to keep my options open.
1: What? 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 Who doesn't like open concept? I I want as many walls as possible in my brand new house. Is that (laughs) possible? Can you do that? Okay, we can talk about that. Though. We'll work out some layouts. Is that okay? Can that work?
2: I mean, I feel like the architect just like asked like what we want. So yeah, but we want to
1: include mom because this is part of mom as well. She has. So Look at ideas. her face. She's like that. That's, right, like, that's right, that's bitch. Right, bitch. <laughs> Who's in charge of this household? <laughs> <and> me. <laughs> Whose cock is that? It's my cock. I birthed it. I'm still sucking it. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. It's so weird. It is.
2: Matt and I have talked about things that we want on our wish list, but when it comes to decision-making, like, Matt feels this need to get that opinion from Kelly. And it makes me feel like, like, what's my place and what's the purpose of me giving my opinion to begin with? And what about a guest room when I want to stay
3: over? (laughs)
2: You can't walk 20 feet back to the
3: house? The architect's like,
1: what did I step into here? This architect is like, so it's just some clients. It's not worth it. This lady is a nightmare. Yeah. You would, why would you ever, if you're the spouse or soon-to-be spouse, why would you ever agree to I, live on this no, property? I, Never. No. And this is why part of this feels manufactured to me. Yes. Because this girl isn't stupid. I mean, you can tell she's got a brain on her shoulders. She's not. Uh, no. Th- yeah. This is all for the camera, I think. Yeah.
2: But we need like that privacy. Like that's what we just talked
1: about.
2: <laughs> I don't think I'm being unreasonable to have my own bedroom there. I'm paying for it, so that's the way it is. And Kim is just going to have to get used to it. Maybe I could talk to you about it about setting up the house for an older person. Maybe um, grip
1: rails along the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm planning on being there well into the future. That's what she's saying. <laughs> it, this is the problem. I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I want it my way. Why? First of all, you're 30 feet from the other house. Why do you need a bedroom in there? You, you don't. don't. Second of all, don't let your mom pay for something if you want your own shit. Depend-
3: independence. Yeah. yeah.
1: This kid, this guy, <laughs> is never going to leave mama's nest because he's. He's smart, too. He's like, I got it all made in the shade here. Why would I ever leave? There's another fiancé around the corner. (laughs) I do not need her.
2: You want to do grip rails now? And for a wheelchair instead of steps, we have a ramp?
3: It can all be laid out so there's minimal problems getting in and out.
2: When it comes to planning 30, 40, 50 years down the road, for me, it's like, why? Like, why are you making that decision right now? I changed his diapers, and he's going to be changing mine.
3: Oh. Uh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yep, I won.
1: Where are the balls on this guy he
3: has none did you see he Zero. just immediately yeah looked he
1: looked right to his to, mom to, yeah. yeah he looked right to his mom he said yes mom yes mom right. yes mom whatever you think god bless i hope i don't raise children like this no. i mean i really hope i don't raise children no. like this i don't see any signs of my wife being this no. way but if i do You're gonna
3: have
2: to have it's gonna
1: yeah straight to the therapist I mean, it's straight to the therapist are
2: you gonna say anything
1: i mean i don't know we kind of three have to be in agreement of what we're wanting, Even so and I, I guess- want mom's opinion of like what she thinks we should do too, so yeah. that way we're all kind of on the same page. Huh. So thanks for coming by. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the, the father's dad. like, well, this <laughs> is the part when all hell goes to the handbasket, so you might want to get out of <laughs> here thanks while you can. Thanks for
3: stopping by. Thanks for
1: stopping by. We're probably not going to hire you, but. <laughs> you get it like this mother-in-law is a total fucking nightmare i mean why would you ever choose to be in a relationship like this yeah i couldn't never no so pete should have long since left long since left pete. not the nest you you, you you should have you told us in this story that you said this incredibly elaborate story that you told us you explained that there were so many red flags along the way. Yeah. And you chose to ignore them at every step, justify them at every step, say, Well, it's a little weird, but yeah. let me tell you something, kids and cats and kittens out there. If your mother in law is anything like this woman that we just listened to, if she has things to have aren't gonna things aren't going to change, no. and she's always going to win, especially yes. if the child, if her child, is completely whooped like this guy yeah, is. He yeah. is brainwashed. No spine, fine. None whatsoever. <laughs> so Pete tells this story about how, you know, he saw all these signs that there was a helicopter parent involved, that the mother and the daughter, his fiance and her mother had a really strange relationship from the beginning. Yet he chose to ignore them. He pacified them. He, gave, he excused them at every turn. And then she put him in a position on the rehearsal dinner night in a really bad position. Got him drunk. Got him drunk. Got him up to a room, got him naked, and while he was passed out, she took pictures and sent him, sent them to her daughter, which was his fiance. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, the wedding is called off, and now Pete is left literally with his dick in his hand and nothing <laughs> yeah. to show for it. Yep. Pete really, Pete really. He, he did a great job telling this story, right? He took us from point A to point B, and we said, you have raised the bar on, on TCB Stories, my friend, because yeah. he basically took up an entire episode with just this thing that he had written. That was until that episode <laughs> came out, and then someone wow. tried to top him. Now, uh-huh. there are two parts to this story we are going to tell part one, because this is also a very long story. We're going to start – this guy is asking for advice just like Pete did, but Pete never really asked for any advice. He just told us a story. Yeah, like a cautionary tale. So we're going to call this tattletale (laughs) TCB, right? That's what we're going to call it. I like it. This guy is also asking for um, advice, but I don't have the second part of the story because I think I've reached the maximum limit of characters on a text message, (laughs) and I think I lost the second part of the story. But fear not. It's on its way. Okay. But this is probably going to be a two-parter also. Because I just don't think I can get all of these words in in one in one episode. All the words and the commentary that's sure to follow. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Commercial Break. You can go to tcbpodcast.com if you want to find out more information about Chrissy and I. Watch any of the video or listen to any of the audio episodes. You can do that right there at the website tcbpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you 661-237-8296. That's 661 the word best the number 2 Y O Y O. Drop us any questions, comments, concerns or content ideas you have for the show and we'll get back to you, I promise we will. If you'd like to take a look at the show, you can do that, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Feel free to hit that subscribe button so you never miss any of the clips or full episodes that we release on a daily basis at youtube.com the commercial break. And if you'd like to be one of the few brave people who are following us on Instagram, go to at the commercial break on IG. The question we get most often is how can we best support the show? You can leave us a review, a comment, or a rating on your favorite podcast. Cast player, wherever you're listening to us, it's likely that they have a review or rating system. Please take one minute out of your day and leave that review. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you hear one of our sponsors' commercials and you're inclined to buy their product or service, please use the specialized URLs or codes that we talk about on those ads, so that our sponsors will continue to support the show and make it free and frequent to you. We love our TCB listeners, and from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening to the show. We're gonna hear a word from said sponsors and. And then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. Are yes, you ready?
3: I am ready. Okay.
1: Tattletale TCB. Here we go. This is a story. And I think this is some gentleman out there trying to one up Petey and his story. But this one, if true, is just as, as good. A whopper. And I am. No, we are not claiming the veracity of this story, by the way. This is somebody who's texting our phone line. Yes. We don't know them personally. <laughs> Dear Brian and Hoadley. I heard your episode last Friday and had me all fired up. There are so many questions that I have, and I won't rest until I get the answers. (laughs) But I'll save these to the end of my story. And since Pete has set the bar so high, I will do my best to meet the challenge. All right. All right. I love this. I want your advice on something. How would you handle this family situation? Let me set the stage. The year was 2018, pre-pandemic. So take yourself back to a time when we did not worry about masks, social distancing, or getting the virus. Okay, I'm Damn. putting my brain there, all right? <laughs> Death, we didn't, worry about. we didn't worry about drinking bleach or whether or not Fauci had married Bill Gates' daughter. Yeah, we didn't. none of that stuff. My wife, Tara, obviously not her real name, and I had been married for about three years at this point. One day out of the blue, my wife got a wedding invitation from a cousin she had spoken with very little since childhood. The cousin lived in Florida and we were in Chicago. The wedding was to take place at the Ritz-Carlton in Florida late in the summer nice. of that year. It doesn't specify which Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, I, I actually suspect I might know which Ritz-Carlton, but, uh, but we'll get to that later. I never met this cousin and my wife had not spoken to her in many years, but we considered it a kind gesture to send us a wedding invitation and agreed that we would do our best to get to the wedding and treat ourselves to the nut to a nice end of summer vacation. Yeah, I
3: sound like you can just yeah, turn into a vacation.
1: Absolutely. Those are the best kind of weddings when they're destination and mm-hmm. you don't really know the people, so you don't have to yeah. wrap yourself up in every little fucking bullshit that they're doing. You don't have to be there steam cleaning the uh, you know, the the, 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 the and... tucks before the wedding. That's yeah. right uh i'll also tell you that my wife is a i don't know why he put this in the story maybe we're missing this in the second story but he says i also tell you that my wife is a former model and both of us have been known to invite a third person into the bedroom
3: Oh, (laughs) spicy
1: we have a rather wild sex life or at least we did before the pandemic that's a different story for a different time and uh, okay thanks for including that (laughs) that's uh, got to
3: tie in something
1: as the summer rolls on, I made a few extra bucks at my car dealership job. maybe that was job. an
3: invitation to us. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I think this guy wants to get on TCV is really what's going on. We've got a couple of those running around too, right? Uh, I made a few extra bucks at my car, car dealership job, and we were able to book flights and a room for the Ritz for a couple of days of fun in the sun and a small family reunion. Nice. Tara and I had also convinced her brother, Thad, and his wife to join us in Florida since they had gotten an invitation also. I really enjoyed hanging out with Tara's brother. He's one of a kind. Imagine Ronnie from the Jersey Shore meets Frankie B. He's in his his late 40s. He's always talking about how wonderful he is, and he has absolutely no self-awareness. He basically thinks he's God's gift to women, and when he gets drunk, he is the best reality show you have ever watched. (laughs) I love this guy. All right. Okay. I'm down with that. September rolls around and we all head down to Florida. The place we are staying is absolutely gorgeous. It's a fucking Ritz Carlton. What else do we expect? When we arrive at the hotel, there's a meet and greet party for all the guests coming to the wedding. It's very nice of them. Mm-hmm. The wedding we see the w- w- this wedding we realize is huge. Maybe 250 people. Wow. Somebody's got some money. Yeah. It was clear right from the beginning that this was going to be a hard charging party. To give you some commentary. To give to give you some commentary that party. Uh, uh, wait, to give you some, some commentary, the, the meet and greet party. Oh, the bride had to be carried out of the meet and greet party (laughs) after she passed out on the grand piano that was being played (laughs) at the Ritz-Carlton lobby bar.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Okay. Uh,
1: but it didn't stop with just drinks. Even though I had never met any of these people, everyone was super nice. We met a couple of the cousins Tara hadn't spoken with in years and many of the friends of the soon-to-be bride and groom. One of the husbands of the bride's sister was named Mike, and he lived down in Florida. On the first (laughs) night after the meet and greet party was officially over, we all went to a second bar inside of the hotel. Mike asked around the 20 or 30 people, the 20 or 30 (laughs) of us that had joined this after party if we wanted to do a little finger dip. Uh, ah, the old
3: it, <laughs> if you know it. what
1: i mean brian yes i do yes. he took two or three people at a time up to his room where he looked like he had an entire brick of a <laughs> <laughs> brick of columbia's finest laid out on the bedside table wow guys this shit got wild from the moment we stepped in the hotel room <laughs> and there was only there was still two days left before the wedding yeah. jesus My wife and I took a little bump and politely excused ourselves to make sure we didn't blow the entire vacation on blow. (laughs) (laughs) But Thad, Tara's brother, he had different
3: Uh, ideas. Oh, yeah.
1: The next morning, Tara and I went down to the cafe to get some brunch. (laughs) he's still up. (laughs) Thad's wife was there with a few other folks, and she was freaked out. She had last heard from her husband at 5 a.m. in the morning when he sent a photograph of himself and three other people she didn't recognize on a boat wearing sunglasses oh my telling her that they had gone fishing. <laughs> oh my God. It was pitch black when the photo was taken. That's crazy. Jeez, that's so dangerous. You're on the ocean too. at 5 in the God. morning. I mean, I hope they're with a, a, a guy who knows how to drive a boat. <laughs> you couldn't catch me dead no. on like a recreational boat. like. Mm-mm. Watercraft in the middle of the night? No way. In the ocean. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we all agreed that this was not unlike that, and that he probably was still gallivanting around Jacksonville telling people how wonderful he was. We managed to calm his wife down, and I agreed I'd do a little investigating after breakfast. When I finished the meal, the first thing I did was go to f- go to find Mike the Muffin Man, as he was now being called. <laughs> Mike, this is the guy with the cocaine, right? Oh, right, okay. Okay. Uh, I went to the front desk, managed to get a room number and was able to call up and he actually answered the phone. He explained that him and Thad had met a guy at the bar, <laughs> had met a guy at the bar who had a boat and they all decided to take a drive and watch the sunrise. Thad was last seen hanging out in front of the hotel with the maid of honor, a sister of the bride oh. and her husband, both of which had been on the boat.
3: Okay. It's like a clue. Like I was now the, lead the game in, clue. Yeah, I
1: was now lead <laughs> investigator in the case of the missing asshat. <laughs> uh, the first thing I knew. Uh, the first thing I knew. To do was to talk to the valet and the bellman. It was six in the morning when he was last seen, and it was only nine thirty a.m. right now. Clearly, someone had seen something. Yes, my detective instincts were <laughs> correct. As upon talking to one of the valets, I would learned that Thad had suggested a dip in the jacuzzi located on the back Ooh, of the property.
3: The jacuzzi.
1: He and the couple he was with had made their way back to the jacuzzi and, without any bathing suits, decided to go all <laughs> natural. I'm sure this sounded like a good idea at the time, yeah, but as the sun was rising, some of the people whose rooms were facing the jacuzzi did not find this a pleasant wake up call. <laughs>
3: No. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, this actually
1: happened at a wedding of mine. At first, when I started reading this, I was like, "Are they talking about my wedding?" (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, with with similar consequences, by the way. Uh, Yeah, you don't. You you know, they have those. You know, the big pool complex, and then they got the big jacuzzi. And there's some of those rooms are facing the jacuzzi. So you can't just be out there naked (laughs) when the sun's rising. Someone's bound to catch you. There's kids in the fucking hotel, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Some of the people did not find this to be a pleasant wake up call. Security was called. They refused to put on clothing or get out of the jacuzzi. (laughs) And eventually my dad was kicked out of the hotel. Oh, geez. took us another two and a half hours and a credit card transaction later to find out that he was staying at a Hampton Inn about two and a half miles down the beach. <laughs> a couple of well-placed phone calls and one crying wife later, we got the hotel manager to do a welfare check where he found Thad on the couch in the hotel room <laughs> masturbating to hardcore porn oh, on the God. television.
0: God. <laughs>
3: Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: my gosh. It was a happy reunion between Thad <laughs> and his wife. And by that, I mean they did not speak to each other for the rest of the day. We had to convince the Ritz-Carlton management to allow him back into the hotel under strict supervision and promises he would keep his clothes on and his nose clean. <laughs> Let's move ahead a little bit to the night before the wedding. A few of us who had managed to behave ourselves were invited to join the casual rehearsal dinner at a seafood restaurant in the uh, down in the town one of the people invited was tara's sister however thad was not welcome word had gotten around about the mishap (laughs) in the jacuzzi and everyone felt it was best that he stayed in the hotel room until it was time to check out i'm kidding but not really (laughs) tara's sister was so over it she decided to go to the rehearsal dinner without her husband in tow this turned out to be the mistake that probably ruined the rest of the wedding. Oh. Oh, what happens next? <laughs> Here's where things get good. While we were away at the rehearsal day, dinner, Thad decided to hook up with Mike to make sure he had enough pedal power to keep, <laughs> keep him company <laughs> for the night. While we all had cocktails and crab legs downtown, Thad drank whiskey and snorted marching powder in one of the bars at a hotel next to the Ritz. Oh, shit. Uh, as the rehearsal dinner wrapped itself, we noticed that the maid of honor and her husband had taken off a bit early. I would have never paid attention to something like this, but it was my wife's keen eye that alerted me to the situation. Uh huh. <laughs> we <all laughs> dis- they?
3: Weren't they the ones in the jacuzzi as well? They were the ones
1: in the jacuzzi yeah, as well. Uh-huh. So now I'm like, in this part of the story, I'm wondering a little bit mm-hmm. if what's going on here is like a little threesome. Right. You know, we already know just based on like color characterizations that- Thad is the kind of guy that's willing to do anything at any time. <laughs> yeah. He's a guy, he's a white man in his late 40s who's willing to snort coke and drink booze at a stranger's wedding. Yes. This is not the kind of guy that you want at your wedding. This is the kind of guy who's likely to make trouble no matter where he uh, goes. Of course. And if he's anything like Frankie B and or Ronnie from the Jersey Shore, who I don't know all that well, but isn't he the guy who's just like a lug nut running around, mm-hmm. like cheating on everybody and sleeping with everybody and screaming and yelling? Yeah. I mean, I guess they all they are. They all
3: are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thad should never have been left alone for under any no, circumstances. like Thad
3: was going to take a bubble bath and go to bed. Yeah,
1: I mean, come on. Nah. My guess is, is that Thad is still up from the first time. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. All right. So now let's uh, let's continue here. We all decide, uh oh, it was my wife's eye that kept, a, that had a keen eye that alerted me that the maid of honor and her husband had left the cocktail, the rehearsal dinner early. We all decided to do a little bar hopping around this cute town, and a few hours went by. Right after midnight, we decided to jump in an Uber and go back to the hotel where we were joined by, and we were joined by the bride. Okay, so now it's the bride, okay. and Tara and her husband, the guy who's writing this story, are all in an Uber on the way back to the Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. During the car ride home, the bride never took her eyes off her phone. She was texting rapidly. Rapidly, and oh. with every text message response, she seemed to get more upset and more irritated. She explained to us that the maid of honor's husband couldn't find the maid of honor.
3: Oh, she had
1: turned off her phone and was nowhere to be Uh-oh. found. Oh. Oh. The last oh. time he saw her was you guessed it, yeah, yeah with at Thad. the hotel next door with <laughs> Thad, where they were having drinks and some yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, want to meet this family.
3: I know. It's, it's like the Kennedys or something.
1: thats <laughs> not it? Yes. It sounds like the Kennedys and the jackass people are making a movie together. <laughs> uh, apparently, the bride, the maid of honor's husband, had walked back to the hotel to change his clothes, and when he came back to the bar, they, they were, were nowhere gone. to be found. Whoa! Fucking a man. I they, can't imagine. They took off. Jeez. I've been in a few relationships. Yeah. Where, unfortunately, drugs and alcohol were involved mm-hmm. on more than a, f- a few occasions. Yeah. When you get twisted like this, shit starts happening, and you don't know what's going
3: no, on. No, like, basically, any kind of uh, self-consciousness or, yes. <laughs> or,
1: like, any kind, any kind of, of jealousy, kind of, anything. It, it all it gets is, blown out of proportion.
3: Well, yeah, and everything, too, flies out the window is, yeah. like, what time it is yeah. and what, <laughs>
1: what you're doing. And what you should or should not be doing. Yes, and I and I <laughs> luckily I haven't been in the situation in my marriage, but because I don't party like that anymore. Yeah. But I w- I remember w- with a woman that I was with, we were all partying hard one night after we had all worked at the bar. Yeah. And that included drugs and out al- much mm-hmm. like this situation, drugs and alcohol. And the guy who was dealing the drugs had been invited up to party with us. And so now this is like an intimate party of six. Yes. At one point in the night, I was playing, you know, Pink Floyd's The Wall for the 333rd time <laughs> with the host of the party who was playing harmonica. It's Pink Floyd's The Wall. And I don't know what happened, but my wife and the dealer were gone. Right. I don't just know. It's just all of a sudden, sudden gone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That mm. weird sense that you're like, what happened? where they go? The host of the party, I I started asking the question, like, where did, where did she go? Where did she go? Where did she go? Where did they go? Where did they go? (laughs) And the host of the party went looking because it was his house and he found her and the dealer making out at the bottom of the fucking stairs. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Shit gets weird. Shit does get weird. When you make shit weird, shit gets weird. (laughs) That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Don't make shit weird. (laughs) Uh, okay, apparently he had walked back to the hotel to change his clothes when, uh, when he came back. Yeah, to the ball, they're not nowhere there. Nowhere to be found. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we got back to the hotel, we found ourselves in the, little, in, in the middle of a bit of a search party. <laughs> Again. While no one thought these two people had been kidnapped <laughs> by some cartel or drowned at the hotel pool. This was a bit concerning because this guy was an idiot and had proven, Thad was an idiot and had proven himself, uh, incapable of rational thoughts time and time again. Yep. God, he was on a bender. Yeah. This is the kind of guy you want on a commercial break. You know what I'm saying? You convince him to come on like, but not sober, completely twisted. Yeah. (laughs) We went back to the bar to talk to the bartender. We're talking about the the bar next door where they were. We came up with nothing. The bill had been paid and they had left. This is
3: like the maybe the hangover. I know. (laughs) Trying to recreate. recreate
1: (laughs) And you know, <laughs> it's hard to go to a destination wedding and not incur some drama like this. True. I, I dare anybody who's been to a destination <laughs> wedding to not remember at least some drama that happened during that wedding, especially if they're the drinking type. Uh-huh. Right. Especially if they're the partying type. Yep. But this is this is this is starting to go a little further than I've ever <laughs> seen it go. We went back to the bar. We came up with nothing. The bill had been paid and the two had left as soon as the girl's the maid of honor's husband had walked out the door. Mm. We checked the bathrooms. We checked the hotel. Finally, my wife and I decided to get out of the drama and go upstairs to have one more drink or go uh, go downstairs to have one more drink before turning in for the night at the Ritz at the Ritz. Her brother was a fucking moron and he had <laughs> ruined yet brother. another family event. This is her brother.
3: God. This is her brother. <laughs> yeah. This is
1: his brother-in-law. Yeah. Here's what happened next. Some of the people who went looking decided to check the beach. Since the hotel was right on the beach, it made sense that maybe the two were out having a drink or god forbid taking a night swim in the ocean. One of the groomsmen walked from our hotel to the hotel toward the hotel next door mm-hmm. where the Makes bar was. Sense. He was about 100 uh, feet in front of three other women who were also checking the beach. As he was walking, he saw two dark figures on the beach near the dune. He called out, Thad! He heard no response. He got a little closer and called out again, Thad, is that you? No response. Thinking that the noise from the waves was making it hard to hear, he walked a little closer, turned on his cell phone light, and became witness to two divorces at the same time. Thad and the maid of honor were on the dune, completely naked, no clothes to be found, holding each other close, clearly shaken by the fact that they had been caught. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, let me get this straight. (laughs) Hold on one second. Again, I don't know the veracity of this story, but I'm just thinking this through for myself. Mm -hmm. You're at the hotel bar. Okay, I'm with my wife. I'm at the hotel bar, and there's some crazy jacked up motherfucker who keeps talking about how big his dick is with yes. us too. Right. And he's got a pile full of cocaine and he's buying drinks and everyone's getting twisted. Yes. I decide to extricate myself from the situation to go get changed. I know. <laughs> I don't think so. First of all, second, good like, good what did I shit uh, myself? Like, what happened? <laughs> poo poo pee pee. I mean, come on. Like, what are you doing? Why are you going next door yeah, to get changed? Don't go get changed? Unless you're going next door to do more drugs. Now, that <laughs> I can understand. Right? And maybe that part just didn't get into the story. But now let me also get this part straight. The second I leave, those two check out of the, the hotel. They, I mean, they check out of the bar. Yeah. And then they go directly into the path of where I have to walk backwards to get a little fun, to get a little. Well, Balls I don't know,
3: went. Did you? but that, they were on the beach. Like, maybe you could walk on the street. Oh, that's true. I yeah, didn't you could know. go yeah, yeah, right yeah. next that's true.
1: To Maybe there yeah. was a walkway or yes. something like that. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I, I don't know. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Okay. I'll reserve judgment. Uh, okay, uh, clearly shaken. Uh, they found, He found them holding each other close, clearly shaken by the fact that they had not, or that they had just been caught. Yep. Had his groomsmen been the only one to see this, had the groomsmen been the only one to see this, Maybe things would have been a little bit different, mm-hmm. but a few seconds later, the pack of chatty wolves walked <laughs> up on the scene and shit hit the fan. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> you have to understand that I was not. Was there. his?
3: Was his? Was dad's wife part of the the crew that was no, looking? No, remember
1: they're up at the bar. They've okay. they've decided we just probably spare ourselves the embarrassment. And go up and have a drink and don't be any part of it. Yeah.
3: Right. No, but I'm saying Thad's wife. No,
1: Thad oh Thad's wife. The, bro- oh, I the have, wife. Yeah, the the, the I the have wife. no idea. I have no idea. No. She's I don't know where she yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe she's downtown <laughs> having sex with another guy. Sounds like these two are wild.
0: <laughs> like anything goes
1: in this relationship. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah like, again, totally more answers more questions that need answers, <laughs> and when it's written down, you can't hold it to some kind of scrutiny because you can just read what they wrote you can you can infer, but you're right, where is the wife? yeah,
3: where's maybe his the wife? maybe the wife
1: has got to be a part of this, the search party That's I' would what imagine, I'm thinking. but maybe she's not part of this. <laughs> cattle of you know women that are behind i don't know she's uh, like ah it's yeah. that
3: he does this every time i think
1: they're making the right call here if i know who that is i'm probably going to hide yeah. like i don't know that guy you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't want to be any part of his behavior yeah. i want you to know that i'm a gentleman and i don't want to have any part of this He's already gotten kicked out of the hotel for refusing to get out of the jacuzzi while he has no clothes on. <laughs> he's already, you know, 16 grams of cocaine into it. And he's only been there for 37 hours. Yeah. I mean, this guy is highwire high he's wire wild. Act. Yeah. He's a higher wire act. You have to understand, I, weren't there. I wasn't there. We were in the hotel lobby drink, having a drink. We had no idea what was going on. This was all relayed to us after the fact, but apparently Thad and this woman had been flirting since the very first night. Uh, okay. Her husband was growing increasingly uncomfortable with the situation. Her husband had even complained to the bride that Thad was a bit much and he was making everybody uncomfortable <laughs> except for his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and just
3: another reason to not just go another get reason changed. To not
1: go get changed. No. Don't leave these two alone. <laughs> first of all, talk about major trust issues here. Yeah. I mean, if you can't leave somebody, if you can't leave your significant other alone with somebody for five seconds and not believe that they're going to have sex mm-hmm. on the beach within minutes, this is a problem. I, I sense that this marriage was on the rocks in the first I place. I think so, yeah. too.
3: That's probably why Thad's wife was nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's right. She's like, this is it. I was just trying to get squeezed uh, one more Ritz it. Carlton vacation <laughs> out of things. <laughs>
1: the juice I left is not him. worth the squeeze. <laughs> When the three of them went to go hang at the next door bar and have a party a little while after the rehearsal dinner, the, husband's, the husband did not want to go, but his wife insisted, mm-hmm. and so he decided to join so as not to leave her alone. Talk about trust issues. <laughs> I guess in this case it was warranted. I guess so. Sounds like it. Every destination, has a little good, every destination wedding has a little good drama. See, I just said that. Uh, and this one turned out to be a headbanger. It didn't take long before the news spread around the hotel, and we found ourselves calling around to find a new hotel that we could put Tara's brother in. <laughs> Since Tara was already going to murder her brother if he found if she found herself within five feet of him, I decided to take an Uber ride with him to make sure he got to the hotel okay. S- smart move here. Smart move by
3: again. He's just our alone, so his wife is out of the
1: picture. I, I don't know where his wife is. Yeah. <laughs> This guy was pretty, uh, Thad was pretty banged up at this point. I I think he needed to go home. Yeah, like on a plane. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, of course, I don't know group. you could
1: get on a plane.
3: All right, yeah. that's true.
1: And it's a long way to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? That's true. The guy was, Thad was pretty banged up at this point and basically had zero remorse about what just happened. When we got into the Uber, he kept asking, why is everyone so upset? It's just two <laughs> consenting adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're both married. <laughs> I didn't even b- bother to explain that the situation as I knew it, oh, I didn't even bother trying to explain the situation as I knew, even if he was 100% sober, it wouldn't make a lick of difference. He was a numb nuts and had been doing this kind of shit since I'd known him. When I got Thad to the hotel to make sure that he had checked in and actually got inside the room, I asked him if he had any additional drugs. He promised me he did not. I told him not to take a drink, don't call this guy Mike, and he promised he wouldn't. I said goodnight, and the last thing he asked me on the way out the door was, what time is the wedding tomorrow? (laughs) You gotta be kidding me.
3: Oh, bad.
1: I told him the next time we would be seeing each other was on the way to the airport. He should not come to the wedding under any circumstances. No. no. The next day, Tara and I made ourselves scarce. We went off the hotel property (laughs) to hang out on the beach and we questioned whether or not we should even show up to the wedding. We had nothing to do with this pile of steaming shit but we were related to this this pile of steaming shit. (laughs) Dad's poor wife was a hot mess, and this was... Oh, there's the mention of the wife. And this was understandable. She couldn't even bring herself to leave the hotel room that day. As hours of the wedding drew close, my wife and I decided we should go and show up, at least be supportive of the bride and groom. We also felt that if we didn't show up, people think would think we were part, more part of the drama than we were. And if we did true. show up, maybe we would just be innocent bystanders like the rest. <laughs> huh? yeah. I, can your, yep. I can see your point yep. there. This wedding was fucking strange, Brian and Chrissy. <laughs> the whole event was marred by this bitch fuck fest that had happened the night be- yeah, before. Yeah,
3: that's all anybody um, would be God, thinking about. Are you
1: kidding me? It's like a dark... <laughs> you know, uh, testicle colored cloud. If I was bride,
3: I would be so pissed. First of all, it's her oh. maid of honor, yeah, that basically ruined her wedding.
1: Ruined her wedding, yeah, and and, and lives, yeah. Your your wedding is going to be tainted the, by her the, divorce yes. the entirety of your life. Yes. But now you got two hundred and fifty fucking people waiting for this <laughs> wedding to happen. They've all spent time and money and energy and of effort to get to down get there. And what are you going to do? Yeah, you, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You go on with the wedding as planned. <laughs> and I, I, well, I guess we'll find Love. out here in a second. <laughs> the, Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage <laughs> is what brings us here today. Marriage and cocaine. <laughs> right. <laughs> the whole event was marred by this bitch fuck fest that had happened the night before. And you could just feel that everybody was whispering about it the entire time. hmm the maid of honor, however, did show up, but she was what? crying more than the bride. <laughs> what? The maid of honor was like in the wedding. I guess that's what. She, that's what it says. Oh my! God. It was just strange. Her yeah. <laughs> the maid of honor's husband, however, did not show up. He had apparently driven off in a fit of anger and was now back where he lived.
3: <laughs> I'm with that dude. Hey, I'm Matt. with that dude. Take yeah. the car. Take yeah. the
1: keys. Mm-hmm. Get the I'm kids. Here. Go somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> Tara's sister had not shown up to the party and we were really concerned, but we decided if we could just knock out a couple hours at the wedding and the reception, we could get upstairs and comfort Tara. The good news was Thad was nowhere to be sighted. He was almost certainly, or I was almost certain he was going to show up, but he did not. That's good. At least not to the ceremony. (laughs) Ah, a little foreshadowing there. (laughs) When it came time for the reception, everyone jumped in the big uh, ballroom and started dancing. Once the music came on, it started to feel 10% more normal in yeah. the room. And then, an hour into the reception, <laughs> the doors flew open <laughs> in the sure back like, of the room. I know. I like, like a bus. And yeah. like smoke and light behind him. <laughs> yes. And he's got like one of those like, he's got, like, a glass ripped, vial. A yeah. <laughs> a ripped shirt and a glass (laughs) vial with a long nail (laughs) this cokehead sponsored by Coors Light he busts open the
3: doors
1: (laughs) uh, he busts open the doors Uh, it was as if when the doors flew open the music stopped (laughs) with a screech and the entire wedding paused Thaddeus Maximus was in the house (laughs) <laughs>
3: that is bad. I can
1: just see him, like,
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what did I miss?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm picturing too, like a tux jacket that the sleeves are ripped off. Oh my off. god! <laughs> like hair slicked back, <laughs> going everywhere.
1: <laughs> He's got sunglasses on. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: uh, he did it. He actually showed up. He was showing his face after sleeping with a bridesmaid on the beach despite her marriage to another man and his marriage to another woman. Holy shit. Part of me was mortified, but most of me admired his (laughs) 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 coming. That's it. I gotta get part two. Oh... There oh, better be a part two! Oh my god! Vatius right.
3: Maximus Vattius was Maximus. in the house!
1: I, I'm with him, I gotta say. Part of me is mortified, <laughs> but most of me is like, dude! Yeah. You took it further! <laughs> Good for you! Oh, oh, I feel like god. the commercial break is just gonna turn into one person after <laughs> another trying to outstory themselves.
0: Hey, I, I like it Hey,
1: fact news or fiction yeah, 60 out. seconds or less Or your money back I like it
0: I like good it too Good for
1: you Good for you And I got part Well, he tells me there's part two and Okay he, He's he's gonna send it to me So I, had, I didn't get it before the episode started I don't know if we would've had time for it anyway That's a good place to stop Thaddeus Maximus kicks open the doors And everybody Boom. stops Yeah <laughs> I can't wait to hear what happens next I hope it's as good as part one That's all I gotta say <laughs> oh man. Okay, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I. Watch all the video, you can listen to all the audio all from one location. If you want to contact us, you have questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, you can do that through the website by hitting the contact us button and, you know, sending us an email or you go to 661 or dial up 661-237-8296 on your telephone, send us a text message or call. It'll give you a voice uh, voice message, and then you can leave your own voice message, and we just might use your voice on a future episode. And I think that's why not a lot of people leave voice messages. Yes. <laughs> it's because they're afraid of how many use their yes. <laughs> voice. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But if you feel so inclined, go to Instagram, at The Commercial Break. You'll find there are clips daily and some fun stuff that we do. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break is our YouTube channel. Clips every single day of the week and full episodes a few days after they air here on the audio version. Please do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. A review, a comment, a rating, whatever your podcast player has. If you could do that for us, we certainly would appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who's shown us support, over the, especially over the last couple of months. The show has just... I don't even know what's going on. It's just exploding. And so thank you very much. Yes. We we recognize it. We see you. We just don't want to take ourselves too seriously. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The internet giveth. The internet taketh away. Chrissy, I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I do say, we will say, and we always say. Bye. Bye.